0: hitting puberty and my face breaking out as most kids do when they go through those stages and my mom picked up those remember those alcohol wipes oh yeah and she taught me like hey this is how you keep your skin clean because mm-hmm. then you break out less and just kind of going through everything as far as skin cleaning so mm-hmm. that i'd break out less And this is, in a sense, what God does with the children of Israel Mm -hmm. here in Leviticus chapter 14. Longer chapter again today. We're going to hit it.
1: You bet. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm Junior. I'll get started in verse 1. And the Lord said to Moses, The following instructions are for those seeking ceremonial purification from a skin disease. Those who have been healed must be brought to a priest who will examine them at a place outside the camp. If the priest finds that someone... Has been healed of a serious skin disease. He will perform a purification ceremony using two live birds that are ceremonial clean, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. And I don't understand all of the symbolism behind this, but it's not magical power in these things. But they there there was specific reasons for this, and they understood what it was about. The the other thing that uh, I I think it's good for us to to point out here. And, and that is, that, again, this is all an act of love that God is doing for His people. And all of this is, and we have to re- bear in mind here, again, that God knows more than we do about everything. The priest will order that one bird to be slaughtered over a day, a pot filled with fresh water. He will take the live bird, the cedar stick, the scarlet yarn, and the hyssop branch and dip them into the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. The priest will then sprinkle the blood of the dead bird seven times on the person being purified of the skin disease, when the priest has purified the person, he will release the live bird in the open field to fly away. So this is a section, it's not a repeat of what we've already read the last couple of days. This is a section where they be, they return to cleanliness again. And while it seems as though some of these things are being repeated... It's a good reminder to us that Leviticus was never intended to be a devotional book. Right, it was a reference book. So yeah. they, they would look it up, like, okay, when this happens, what do we do? And they would look that up. Go, you know, t- there was only a couple of copies that they yeah. would have of the Torah. So they would look up. The priest would look up. Okay, how do we handle this situation? And and so it was a reference. It's like book. a
0: physician's desk reference. Yeah, like we would it, have today. It's a
1: little bit like what we talked about. I think yeah. it was last Friday when we talked about. That this is why we're not into the through the Bible in a year reading programs and not that they're bad, but it's just not the the way the Bible was intended to be read, that we should put more of our attention in the sections of Scripture that weren't so much reference as they were reading and devotional material. Anyway, verse 8, uh, the person being purified must then wash their clothes, shave off their hair, bathe themselves in water, and they will be ceremonial clean and may return to the camp. However, they must remain outside the, the, their tents for seven days. That, is, that doesn't mean they have to sleep outside. It means that their tent can't be in with the other camp of tents. On the seventh day, they must, again, shave all the hair from their heads, including the hair of the beard and their eyebrows. They must also wash their clothes, that's just getting rid of all the infection, uh, their clothes and bathe themselves in water, then they will be ceremonial clean. That's what I
0: hated when I was, you know, talking about my my skin stuff. You know, I you, you guys would sprinkle dead bird blood all over me and make yeah. me sleep on outside the city. Well, and... <laughs> it helped. Look at it <laughs> no, this is talking. This is talking about spiritual cleanliness, right. which is a very different yep. thing.
1: Yep. On the eighth day, each person being puffed uh, purified, <laughs> puffed being purified must bring two male lambs and a one year old female lamb, all with no defects. "...along with a grain offering of six quarts of choice, flour moistened with olive oil, and a cup of olive oil. Then the officiating priest will present that person for purification along with the offerings before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take one of the male lambs and the olive oil and present them as a guilt offering, lifting them up as a special offering before the Lord. He will then slaughter the male lamb in the sacred area where sin offerings and burnt offerings are slaughtered. As with the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is a most holy offering." The priest will then take some of the blood of the guilt offering and apply it to the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified, which is I think we saw this yeah, last we week. Saw it, yeah. The extremities. Then the priest will pour some olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil of his palm and sprinkle some of it with his finger seven times before the Lord, meaning completion. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his Palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of the right hand, and the big toe of the right foot of the person being purified. The priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. Then the priest must present the sin offering to purify the person who was cured of the sin offering. After that, the priest will slaughter the burnt offering and offer it on the altar along with the grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person who was healed and the person will be ceremonial clean. But anyone who is too poor and cannot afford these offerings may bring one male lamb for a guilt offering to be lifted up as a special offering for purification. The person must also bring two quarts of choice flour moistened with olive oil for the grain offering and a cup of olive oil. The offering must also include two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of the pair must be used for the sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. On the eighth day of the purification ceremony, the person being purified must bring the offerings to the priest of the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will take the lamb for the guilt offering along with the olive oil and lift them up as a special offering to the Lord. Then the priest will slaughter the lamb for the guilt offering. He will take some of its blood and apply it to the lobe of his right ear, to the thumb of his right hand, and the big toe of the right foot in the person being purified. Again, why repeat that exact same thing over and over? Because it was used as a reference. They were looking up the subject matter. The priest will also pour some of the olive oil into the palm of his own left hand. He will dip his right finger into the oil of his palm and sprinkle some of it seven times before the Lord. The priest will then apply some of the oil in his palm over the blood from the guilt offering that is on the lobe of the right ear, the thumb of his right hand, and the big toe of his right foot of the person being purified." And the priest will apply the oil remaining in his hand to the head of the person being purified. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. Why don't you pick it up in verse 30.
0: Then the priest will offer two turtle doves or the two young pigeons, whichever the person can afford. One of them is for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering to be presented along with a grain offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the person before the Lord. These are the instructions for the purification for those who have recovered from a serious skin disease who cannot afford to bring the offerings normally required for the ceremony of purification. Then the Lord said to Moses and to Aaron, When you arrive in Canaan, in the land that I'm giving to you as your own possession, I I may contaminate some of the houses in your land with mildew. The owner of such a house must then go to the priest and say, It appears that my house has some kind of mildew.
1: Now, again, and and by the way, we're going through this pretty quick again because it's another long chapter just like yesterday's was. But um, I, I do want to add this in here. He, he says, I may contaminate some of the houses in your, in your land with mildew. And I, I think this is just an illustration that, that God, God is active in everything, even where his hand is lifted off and he allows for something to happen. I, I, you know, I don't know that God is saying that I'm the one that put, well, you know, he's in charge of everything, but I don't know that he's saying that I intentionally put spores in that place so that mildew would grow there as much as he allowed for this to happen, that he's still behind it. And so we see everything as being part of God's sovereignty. Before
0: right. the priest goes in to inspect the house, he must have the house emptied so nothing inside will be pronounced ceremonially unclean. Then the priest will go in and examine the mildew on the walls. If he finds greenish or reddish streaks and the contamination appears to go deeper than the wall surface, the priest will step outside the door and put the house in quarantine for seven days. On the seventh day, the priest must return for another inspection. If he finds that the mildew on the walls of the house has spread, the priest must order that the stones from the, the, those areas be removed. The contaminated material will then be taken outside the town to an area designated as ceremonially unclean. Next, the inside walls of the entire house must be scraped thoroughly and and scrappings dumped in the unclean place outside town. Other stones will be brought in to replace the, the ones that were removed and the walls will be replastered.
1: Yeah, because you just, you can't have that, the, having mildew and mold. We know this today, how bad that is for a person's health. Just 150 years ago in the Old West, I mean, it was a major problem that people would get sick because of the mold of mildew that was growing in and their I homes.
0: If God allowed this to happen to a few select houses just for training exercise.
1: And very well could be to keep them alert as to making sure everything is clean around them.
0: But if the mildew reappears after all the stones have been replaced and the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest must return and inspect the house again. If he finds that the mildew has spread, the walls are clearly contaminated with a serious mildew and the house is defiled. It must be torn down and all its stones, timbers, plaster must be carried out of the town to to place designated as ceremonially unclean. Those who enter the house during the period of quarantine will be ceremonially unclean until evening, and all who sleep or eat in the house must wash their clothing." But if the priest returns for its inspection and finds that the mildew has not reappeared in the house after the fresh plastering, he will pronounce it clean because the mildew is clearly gone. To purify the house, the priest must take two birds, a stick of cedar, some scarlet yarn, and a hyssop branch. He will slaughter one of the birds over a clay pot filled with fresh water. He will then take the cedar stick, the hyssop branch, and the scarlet yarn and the live bird and dip them into the blood of the slaughtered bird into the fresh water. Then he will sprinkle the house seven times. When the priest has purified the house in this exact way, he will release the live bird in open fields outside of town. Through this process, the priest will purify the house and it will be ceremonially clean. These are the instructions for dealing with serious skin disease, including scabby sores and mildew, whether on clothing or in-house, and a swelling on the skin or rash or discolored skin. This procedure will determine whether a person or object is ceremonially clean or unclean. These are the instructions regarding skin diseases and mildew.
1: And so we get into a new exciting section tomorrow in Leviticus 15. Again, we we laugh about it not being exciting and that this can be boring, but this this mattered a lot to them, and they had to pay attention to it. And would, anytime these things would appear, they'd have to look up to see, okay, how do we handle this situation? Well, for uh, our Psalms today, we actually have two different Psalms. One is a short one, Psalm 70. And read that, I think... Uh, uh, that's certainly a good one. Psalm seventy-one. Then a little bit longer, but not not much. But uh, I just verse 20, verses 20 and 21, uh, We read the psalmist says, "You have allowed me to suffer much hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth." Having that hope, even going through difficult times, we always have to place our hope into what God is going to do. That this too shall not last forever. Whatever it is that you are going through, this too will not last forever. And then verse 21, you will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again, that God will come through. Just trust him. That's right.
0: All right. Well, today is World Read Aloud Day, which is what we just did. So look at that. <laughs> okay. We're hey, We're so we celebrated productive
1: already. It. Yeah. I, I was uh, amazed at all the compliments that I got uh, last week. I forget which day was National Compliment Day but uh, I started getting texts from people. <laughs> yeah, very kind people.
0: <laughs> hey, I will say this, stick with us, stick with. I yeah. know we're in, the of, we're in the middle of Leviticus and for, for many of us, maybe not all of us, but for many of us, it's like, oh my, this is just a lot of, it feels like irrelevant content mm-hmm. and it can feel that way. And I understand that feeling, but uh, it's like running, like running a marathon or something. It's like, man, we're more than halfway through. Let's finish it out. Let's finish strong. And uh, it'll be good to get into another book, but we there's still this is still scripture. We can still yeah, find things. This here. is
1: God's word, That's
0: right? All right, make it a good day. See you tomorrow.